I'm good with that. Yeah. God damn, dude, this thing's gonna be four hours long. <laughs> My body's gonna go listen to the whole thing. Hey, welcome back everyone to part two of the conversation with Richie Hornsby. I uh, hope you enjoyed part one. It got started off a little slow, but it went pretty well for a first time. Part two, we really get more into just racing in general, a little bit into the weeds as far as that goes. And we really got flowing pretty good. I think it'll be a little bit easier to listen to. Uh, we were we didn't sound as clunky. We were a little more comfortable, I think a few more beers deep. So it kind of went pretty good. Anyway, I hope you enjoy and again, if you like it, let someone know, share it, or let me know what you don't like, and we'll try to make it a little bit better. Thank you. I greatly appreciate your time. All right. So we're back. We're back. I'm going to grab a piece of pizza real quick. Uh, snag another beer. What are you drinking on over there, man? Cord's Light. Is that the uh, a little teeny one? I think it's a baby one. Is that it has a little nipple on it? <laughs> so is that uh, the choice of champions? Is that what like all the top drivers in Delaware run? Or I thought uh, it was all Natty Light myself. I don't know, man. I like the course. I gotcha. I gotcha. I'm, not, I'm not sure what the popular one is, but I'm partial. That's my choice, anyhow. I'm partial to Red Stripe when I do drink beers. I went to Jamaica. Once. I figured you would have you would be on a little something different than I was on. Yeah. You know, brewed in Jamaica every time. I just I've been there a couple of times. I got married there. It's just you know I like it. So always that emotional connection. You know what I mean? But uh, so something during the break is uh my brother who's here is our audience, also our photographer, uh, also supplied the place for us to have this. Appreciate it. Um, he's got his little race shop. Figured it'd be pretty cool to be surrounded by tire boxes and tire prep and. A brand new Millennium Mission over there. Mm -hmm. He ain't messing around this year. No, no. He's uh, one of his buddies is helping him out. And they're, uh, he did pretty good last year, his first year back into it for like a local racer. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, once you do good a couple times, you get addicted. You might as well. Yeah, then you got a brand new cart sitting here. <laughs> yeah, brand new body. And you're in 4,000 deep, ready to go. Yeah, I mean, that's the, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that story before. <laughs> But uh, something he really brought up that I had, you know, completely overlooked uh, talking to you. When it comes down to helmet choices, man. Helmet choices. Helmet. Tell me a little. I want to know about helmets, uh, paint jobs. Like, what? What are your thoughts on uh, the whole uh, lids that everyone wears? Well, these days you got to have a bell that's painted by Indossel, and you got to have a body that's done by Scott Lynn. I think is how how they're all doing it. That's kind of. I'm like still like. Uh, I'm a super sharp guy with, you know, maybe a 50 cent number is kind of where I'm at with it, but you know, it seems like the Bell stuff's really popular now. You don't, you don't really see as many Simpsons and stuff as, I remember Simpson was the hot shit for years. Yeah. Still is in my eyes, don't yeah. get me wrong. No, no, I agree. I was actually on, um, was it Alibaba <laughs> Express? They had some like carbon fire helmets. Who was the guy that painted your helmet way back in the day? Um... I remember it was Ad, it was Adar? No. No, no, not Adar. No, no. Um, it was somebody from out of town. Wasn't it in Robinson Speed Shop in the lobby for a while? Yeah, it was out there. I think it was like Trey Parker's old helmet or something. Oh, well, that, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, that helmet, dude. I, as a kid. You know what? I don't think it was Ad Adar's local, I think. I yeah, no, I, I can't remember who it was that did it. I'm probably going to If you said the up. name, I would know. 
Yeah, it was pretty legit, though, man. I for, actually, for its time, it was badass. Yeah, it was. Now you see something like that these days, and it's like, man, what do you do that itself? Or? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that's that's actually, um, I'm trying to think, Dustin Pleasanton. He's a, a local guy. Mm-hmm. He's not living around here anymore, I don't think, but he's down no, there. I think he's in North Carolina. Yeah, somewhere. he's working, is it off-axis? Yeah, yeah. Or something? They do I, some really nice stuff. They do, I mean, I've, uh, I follow him on, <clears throat> I don't know if it's Twitter, Instagram, if it, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 But they always post on some pretty legit helmets. Um, they seem to be... You know, from a distance, a decent yeah. company giving back. And yeah, stuff. I'm not. I don't know if he's a painter or what, but I, I see the stuff they post, and they, you know, they do a lot of cup stuff. And yeah, and I, yeah, that's that place is legit too. There, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of them out there. But. Yeah, that's good, man. I, it's kind of cool to see someone like that, you know, to grow up around the area and be in the race and end up, um, regardless of how long it's for. I mean, down yeah, there, yeah. you know, hanging out and kind of being around that world. That's, yeah, that's uh, not yeah. I mean, I don't know his story or how he ended up down there, but that's that's a good place to be. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, definitely, especially someone like that. I mean, I, I know his dad Chet, and um, he's done some work for me, like outside of racing and stuff like that. But a good family, um, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. They've so been around good. it forever. They have, you know, and uh, and they remind you of, a, like you said, a family team. You don't, yeah, really get that feel no more a whole lot anymore. No, a lot, a lot of. Places, it's you know? weird. I know. Uh, I mean, my wife doesn't like race. She could care. You know, we, <laughs> the, her first experience is that uh, she came to the G Man Fifty or the Diamond State Fifty, whatever it was called at Del Mar a long time ago, and they accidentally locked the gates and locked her car in there and she, <laughs> because she had to park on the drag car side. So we had to take the gate off. Uh, Jay Darling helped me go out there and take the gate off and get it. It was funny, but uh, there was that many people there. That yeah, that, yeah. Back in the day, she because she went into the stock car side and she had to park actually about back by. Uh, the drag strip yeah so we had to take the gate off and stuff like that but um yeah pretty much to say like that's her racing experience that she hated she, she was there till like four in the morning and so it was diamond like, state 50 that used to be one of my favorite races man it did it's uh it's like, a it, was, it was a special deal for there for a few years I, I remember the first one man <laughs> um yeah, yeah there it was, was a lot of buzz around that race for a while it was kinda. seems like regardless of who runs the tracks around here and, and maybe it's the same way everywhere but if you get someone, it doesn't matter how big they grow it. It's like somebody will just bitches and whines until they run those people out that have helped you. Know? I mean, there have been several. Jay Darling, Billy Cropper. I mean, people that have really put the effort in. And after a couple of years, like, everyone just, I mean, will run people out of there. I just, yeah. I never understood it myself, man. Yeah, I try not to get into it. Yeah, I never have either, man. I've been asked to be on different tech committees. I'm like, hell no. (laughs) I I get asked my opinion quite a bit. I'm like, man, I I don't know what to tell you. That's not my side of things, you know. Yeah, and it's kind of hard because generally no one's going to get in that, that side of it without being on the other side and yeah it just it, it's always like an issue and it's unfortunate i always felt it's like, hard to balance both of them like a lot of them guys i don't see how they how they even did it man no. like i can imagine getting ready for you know actually being a racer you know you're putting your 20 30 hours a weekend getting your stuff ready and then you got to put that much more in you know working on a, a track or a sponsorship or a flyer you know all that. yeah and for uh, you know whoever does the tracks anymore too, you know what I mean? Like that takes a lot of time too, just grading. And once the track gets messed up a little bit, it just takes so much time. It's weather dependent. Oh uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a never ending thing, man. It's uh, I, you know, and I'll be the first one to tell you, like we used to go away and the track was terrible. You know, bitch and complain. Don't get me wrong, but as I got older, I realized like it it's the same track for everybody. You yeah. Know? Like they didn't go there with that intention. Uh, 
they can't tell you what the temperature is going to be tomorrow. So how can you plan to do the track and stuff? You know, weather, weather is uh, mother nature's a powerful. Yeah, some people. I mean, there's a lot of tracks you go to nowadays that you know is going to be good just about every time. I yeah. mean, like Delmar Pee Wee's kind of got that place figured out. You know. Yeah. I don't remember the last time that track's been rough or there's been a bump. It's just mm-hmm. been so good for so long. And mm-hmm. Abermarl's another one, man. That place is smooth as glass every time you go there. And just, I look forward to going to places like that. Yeah, no, I agree, man. And um, I, it's unfortunate sometimes. Like, I, a lot of people, especially around here, when they talk about go kart tracks, I mean, I've been pretty much everywhere from Baker, Florida, Jasper, Daytona to New York racing. And, um, for our local area, um, I mean Delmar, there's not a nicer facility in the tr- in, like in the country. No, Especially there's for, not. People don't know what it's like to push up a hill at um, Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> They've never lived that life until they could yeah. push in 105 degree weather. Park uh, on the uphill back. Uphill both ways. <laughs> <laughs> Park on the back row at Thunder. Oh God! Man. I mean, it, you're just you feel accomplished if you get to the grid and your cart's still on the stand. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, rem- I remember the year we got there, we had to park back behind the uh, concession stand, and man. I just I don't know how people do it, man. It's just that's enough to drive anybody out of racing. Yeah, but it you know it is what it is, man. A lot of those I don't get too involved in the buggy pushing. Oh, I work. Sometimes I'll man up and do it to prove a point, though. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> anybody can do the buggy pushing. Don't don't think I'm not capable. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know sometimes I, I see the sponsorship packages on some of the series. I'm like, man, I don't know. But then you you know they're lined up to sponsor those places to get those parking. So yeah. it, it definitely pays off, even. Even if you're local, if you can get a decent spot <laughs> close to the grid that you can wait a little bit longer, you can kind of see where the track's going, yeah. it, it does help. Um, oh, it definitely helps. Especially as the weather, the dew, and you know things like that. When you're like in that inner, that little intermediate area where the sun's going down and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, back to Delmar, you're right about that place. If they could pick that track up and place it somewhere in the middle of North Carolina, it'd probably be one of the most popular tracks in the country. Well, truth be told, man, they could put a dome around that thing, and it would be like a legit <laughs> TV series. I mean, it would, it, it's a nice place, man. It's a shame. But, um, but you know, there's a lot of nice places around the country. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of places that people think are nice that are shitholes, too. Yeah. <laughs> so... It's the same for I've just always been partial to, like, them smaller tracks. You kind of got to get up on the wheel a little bit. And it creates some good racing. A lot of the stuff is seems kind of cookie-cutterish, you know, you, when you get on the bigger tracks. But yeah, it is what it is. I agree, and uh, I, and I disagree, too, a little bit. I I like the bigger tracks, too, man. It, like, from a different point of view, Not I agree that it is kind of cookie-cutter as far as the setups and stuff go, but... The racing itself, to me, like when uh, you you can even like get on YouTube and watch some of the old Thunder stuff. Oh, man. absolutely! Like those guys, or Possum Kingdom back in the day. I always There's thought Carnesville uh, was one of the best racing tracks. I mean, especially you don't see many boring races there, really. No, especially like the the big like the big dog races. And oh, stuff. absolutely. Um, uh, but yeah, the Wayne Pool race every year is always exciting. I mean, not very often somebody run away with it or no. But no. there's track, you know, that, that's just a track that produces good racing for whatever reason. It is, it is, and uh, kind of off off subject a little bit. <clears throat> the um, is the Tri State Series this year? I haven't. I kind of like just briefly looked. You know, I've I kinda, haven't seen anything about it. That's what I was. I even looked on BIOS, and I didn't. You know, someone asked me about it. I didn't hear anything. I didn't know if that was a last minute deal about to come out. Yeah, I mean that's a little out of out of my range, but I try to keep up with it. But I haven't seen anything. But hell, they normally have their first race by now. I think uh, that's that's <laughs> what I was thinking. Um, so when, when is your first race? Or when are you? I know it's weather dependent, but we're planning on going to Capital City for the Gobbler on March sixteenth. 
Gotcha. So about three weeks from now? About three weeks from now, yeah. I gotcha. wish, you know, I wish we didn't take three months off, but this is kind of, yeah. kind of part of it, living yeah. up here. I don't really want to go somewhere and not have what I think we need either. Right. Although you almost kind of got to do that sometimes just to get some, you know, get a good rotation going, but I don't know. I don't, I don't just want to go somewhere just to get ask, our ass kicked for the hell of it either. Right, right. Now, do you have you ever been to like a? I mean, I know you've been to Williamston. I mean, you guys won there, right? Just... Yeah, sort of, kind of. Oh yeah, sort of. So, <laughs> which was a really, really big deal for me. Cole won the Bobby Walter race this year, but we didn't make it through Tech. The muffler baffle had a crack in it. Yeah, one of those, huh? Yeah, yeah. Man, it was an old Dave Hall man. I'm sorry, you know. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, and that's that's a tough job, man, too, for those guys because you know there's a lot of uh, a lot of black and white, and it's, you know, like how how far do you push it and stuff yeah. like that? But no, I, yeah. I understand them guys. They yeah, they're like that for everyone. That's one thing about them. They 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 don't have no favorites. But yeah, it was just a hard. It was just a tough spot for me because it's so hard to get in a situation to even win a race like that. Especially you know, we, Yarbrough was there, Donnie Nall, everybody was there, right. Stephen Adams and a Delaware yeah. team to do that just don't happen very often. And it was a hard pill to swallow. I I could have fucking cried that night to be honest with you. But yeah, <laughs> I. I remember when uh, <clears throat> I was running at Piney Neck, I was running Junior Restricted, uh, qualified on the pole for the national race there. Got back to Tech, and at that time, we you know, we saw like all the top guys taking their air filters off. Well, we didn't realize that you couldn't take the air filter off without taking the adapter off. Right, yeah. So Richard Jarvis Jr. and I, we actually we had the same exact time. And I don't know if I did mine on the first lap or I went out before him, but that was the only reason I was on the pole. And uh I still, still to that day, man, I mean, that was like 20 years ago, and I'm like, oh, so I, I you know, I feel, definitely feel, feel your pain on that. What did they do? So I need, you had to, I had to go start second back. round, or? No, I had to start in the back, uh, they, 20 second, I came with the seventh, you know, but it, it is what it, I mean, time-wise, we were good, I, like, could have been, yeah. like, my one national race, you know. Yeah, it's a heartbreaker, but, um, but. It is, but if you're in it long enough, I mean, I, getting the tech, you know, I say the hard part <clears throat> is getting the tech. It's easy to get kicked out, you know. <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm yeah. surprised more guys don't because it's, there's so many moving pieces and parts and tolerances and stuff like that. That's why, um, you know, when Connell and Yarbrough and or Cash or whoever, when they go on a little street. Well, they all do. I mean, if you really pay yeah. attention, I mean, all them guys have been thrown out of tech. Yeah, just, every, I mean, we've been thrown out of tech several times, especially in, you know, if the, you get the there, BDKA. If you get there quite a bit, shit's going to happen every yeah, now and again. and that's to be expected. And I, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm either cheaters, Man, it, if you race enough, if you you know if you get there and you don't get kicked out, that's more surprising than you do you know, <laughs> yeah. on like a ratio type thing. But um, <sighs> so do you have any? This podcast is you know a little bit about you, but I want to try to get something back to a couple of the guys that are listening, and uh, I'm anticipating a lot more newcomers kind of listening. Do you have any advice to guys that? Um, say they're in the first couple years, you know, you go get a cheap go-kart, but then you're ready to make the next step. Like, do you think guys should be getting, um, like more, try to go after the new chassis and stuff like that? Um, any advice on if they should do new, used, um, how they should well, approach about building the program? What are, what's the most important piece of the program? Just you local think? racing, you're saying? Yeah, just like, just, and just, it could be anywhere, North Carolina, Delaware, wherever. It again goes back to some of your better teams in the area, you know, that most years they got a good cart for sale. You know, if you just kind of get something from a good team and the, and it goes along with help, you'll get some help with it. And Yeah, you could get brand new, but how much, how much help are you going to get? Where are you going to get your help from? You know, it's kind of a tough question. I'm not sure how a lot of them people operate, but 
Yeah, and and there's some some questions, man. That I'm I'm kind of gonna bring up throughout this is. I'm going to try to ask a variety of people that I have just to get an overall consensus. It's not even that there's a right answer or wrong answer. It's more or less like um, I want people to realize that everyone has a different view. Everyone has a different, a good point to make. Everyone everyone thinks about it a little bit different and everyone's right at the same yeah. time. You know, I mean, there is, uh, a lot of people think there is like a cookie cutter, like, hey, if I just go buy this tire and this chassis and I'm going to win. And right. it, <clears throat> you, you know, you have to have the pieces to the puzzle, but if you can't put them together, it, it doesn't matter. You just kind of got to... I don't know. As far as the local racing, there's a there's a lot of people around here that could help you. You just kind of got to get in with the right people and just trust them people, you know? Just get your information for them. It's it's easy to go ask 10 different people the same question, but mm-hmm. you're probably going to get nine different answers. It's just one of them deals, you know? No, absolutely. What yeah. um along the the same lines as far as like newcomers or People that are kind of relatively new to the sport. Is there anything that you see people wasting money on a lot at all? Um, uh, other <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, a lot of people get in it. You'll see them; they'll buy all sorts of shit. You know, they will they'll buy two used carts, and four used motors, and when they could have took that same money and actually had some decent stuff, you know. Right. These days, you can really get a good used cart, and you know, have you something decent for pretty relatively cheap. I mean. For example, you can get a nice Triton these days for about a thousand dollars. Right. That same person lab will go out with a thousand dollars and buy two Nemesis <laughs> and, and think he's got something. You know what I mean? Right, right. There's, I don't know. I just see people kind of this from the outside looking in. Like I said, yeah. I'm not really. Well, and I, I ask because it's you know what matters. You know, decals don't matter. Paint, no. Paint jobs on your helmet are are very nice, man. Like everyone wants one, but. You know, I want a toter home, but we, yeah. never, we never had one, you know? <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, I just, just from someone, like, so that's kind of another thing. I could see, I, <clears throat> I could just see some people could spend their money more wisely, and I don't know if I think that because that's something we always had to do. Like, me and my dad, we always had to, you know, everything mattered a lot to us, and we had to really spend or choose wisely on what we were spending our stuff on. And I don't know, some of these teams that's first getting in, it just seems like they got a whole lot of shit that don't amount to anything where they could really have some decent stuff if they went about it a little different way right right no i I absolutely agree man and i'm i'm kind of hoping in some little way that as much as i want to get to to talk to people like yourself and in general like i want i hope there's enough people that listen to this that by the time they go for their next go-kart and so like they have an idea of hey man all these guys are onto something like you don't you know you don't have to go buy brand new because the billy bob or you know whoever you're looking up to just because they say so doesn't mean yeah i mean do your own thing and um yeah, I mean, most of the top teams in the area, they always have a cart for sale at the end of the year, and it's mm-hmm. a lot of information comes with that, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, lot. anybody's ever bought a cart for me, I've tried to help them as much as I could, because I just, it right. meant something to me. And Right, right. No, I'm with you, man. A lot of times, if we ever got rid of go-karts, I mean, not, not that I really even made money from it, but if Brian ever sold go-karts, one of Brandon Alex's, like, I, I always offered to... You know, come over. I'll set yeah, it up for free. Yeah, point them in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, there's a good starting point. You know, that's maybe you're not going to win, but that's the damn good starting spot. And um, I'm just not sure what a lot of these guys in this area do. Like I said, I'm not really familiar with a lot of them or some of the newer people that's get into it. I don't. I just don't really know them guys, so I'm not. I'm not real sure what their thought mm-hmm. process is. Or mm-hmm. it's been a while since <clears throat> I've been on that side of it. Really, you know what I mean? Well, <clears throat> kind of an interesting thing. I was really just, I was just kind of you brought up is um. Knowing what you know now and being in your position, and by that I just mean, in my opinion, I think you know you're obviously one of the 
the local go-kart legends, you know? <laughs> I mean, jokingly said, but seriously, I mean, you are. Like, you've been around forever. Like, I, I think you're the, if not one of, I mean, I think the top guy, tie guy in the, you know, around here. If I was somebody getting into... I never into, claimed to be one of them. I'm just not afraid to get in there and do it, you know? Yeah, well, and that's, that's the biggest thing, man, is, like, a lot of people, you know, instead of paying somebody money, like, pay for their prep, get them a little bit of knowledge, and then do your own little thing, man. And I think you've been good at that. You still talk to people all the time, I'm sure, you know, just like I did and, and everything else. But if there's someone that's at... If you were a, a newbie kind of starting out and you wanted to get help from someone like yourself that was established at the track, how would you, how would you approach that, just out of curiosity? Mm. Just walk up and be like, "Hey, man, what's the best way?" Or I mean, I, I'm just kind of curious. Like, I don't know. These days, they, they text you, right? <laughs> it's, it's rare for somebody to come up send and you a Facebook or message or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I always was. I was never really afraid to talk to anybody. You know, it's, if I thought they might be able to help me or we could form some sort of relationship, I think the best way is in person. I, that's how I've always thought. Yeah. But, uh, no. I, I agree. There's no need to be intimidated by anybody in this deal, and. I think you see that a lot in Carton. I, you know, a lot of people kind of feel that way when they travel and stuff. They see them guys and they just feel like they're unapproachable. But the more people I've gotten to know over the years, we're all kind of the same people. You know, we all doing the same thing. We all kind of act the same. Mm-hmm. No. Everybody's approachable. That's for sure. No, I mean I, I absolutely agree. I know. You know, when I was doing tires around here, like I, I would hear that from like Brian the dad. But like, yeah, man, people don't really go because I never really left the trailer. But it's, yeah. I now I've been a big proponent. If you want to mess someone up, just tell them the truth. You know, because they're <laughs> going to come and ask you, and you can tell them, and they're going to tell you twenty reasons why you're wrong. You know? Yeah, like, no matter. That's what, what my dad always said. He said, "Man, just tell them the truth. They're not going to believe you anyway." Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. And uh, and that's that's kind of funny, and it, and it still holds true. I mean, it's probably true in all kinds. You know, even I think a lot of people so. just you know they think everybody's really secretive, but the same. <clears throat> I, you know, some people are, but it's. A lot of people will point you in the right direction. You just you just got to believe them. It goes back like what I said earlier. You know, you ask ten people, you're gonna get ten different answers, and a lot of them are right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, n- Some of them could be wrong too, but I'm saying you know. You, yeah. Well, you have to be smart. Everybody's to got their own way of doing stuff, man. That's yeah. Just... No, I'm with you on that, man. I think that um, <clears throat> there, when you break everything down, I mean, it's like and I. It's basically like a micro ecosystem, man. If you change the left front spindle, it affects something else. If you, if you put this tire on, it affects something else. If you move the seat, it, it's so many moving components that like everyone can be right and have something different because it's what's working for them. Yeah. That's why, um, you know, I always encourage people to do their own thing. It takes longer to get there, but when you get there, you're going to be more consistent. You know, you're going to know the why and not just the what. And um, I just feel like it's so much harder to do these days. Like if you're just starting out, just trying to do it all yourself, it's like you would almost get so frustrated, right? Well, and, and people don't stand it though very long that way, you know. Well, and and I'll clarify on that. Like when I say do it yourself, get someone to put the go kart together, get on a prep program, and then work off of that. You know, what yeah. I mean? like don't just try to put everything together and stuff like that. But um. I just think if you can get on a program, it's always more or less, like, once you get going. You know, if you're yeah. running the same track, it's a little bit easier. It's Sometimes it's harder to duplicate tires because you might run the same set for two months. And yeah. You try to get a new set, and it's just not the same. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> so. I think a lot of them guys, are they're probably intimidated by, like, the tire prep and all that, but it, it could be very simple if they, you know, just pick a couple, stick with it, and... It's not a flavor of the month type deal, really, you know? No, not at all, man. And <clears throat> if there's 10 people that wins, they're on 10 different preps. And yeah. they're all flying. And 
And that's kind of the same. And it's all the same shit for the most part. It is, man. Different color, different smell, different name. Absolutely. Absolutely. Pay what you want to pay for it, I guess. Yeah, and it is. And, um, you know, I guess, like, sometimes I think people are like, oh, you know, people just want to make money on it. But the people that are selling it and putting a brand on it, they put a lot of time into it, and oh. you're just paying them for their time. It's not you're paying for that prep. You're paying for the knowledge, and yeah. and they're gonna get and they're they're out to make money. So they're gonna try to help you the best they can. Yeah, you know. And um, I always looked at it with like local guys. Even when we were helping them, I trust that the team I'm with is gonna outrun you. Period. <clears throat> so I don't mind helping you out. Yeah. Or whatever. And I just I always kind of looked at it like that. Like I'm not. I'm not yeah. If you're thinking, man, if I help this guy, he's gonna beat me. You, you got the wrong outlook. <clears throat> yeah. You know exactly. what I mean. No, I start with it. Somebody asks you a question, they all, you know, more than likely they're behind you. Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. And, chances, and if you think answering one question is going to put them in front of you by the end of the night, then maybe you shouldn't be answering the question. No, definitely. <laughs> what, uh, any, like, when you, have you ever gotten to the point, like, you guys, well, obviously you have, because we all have, but, um, like, when you guys get on a little bad streak and, you know, you've been doing the same things that, you know, things that were working and now all of a sudden, like, the season changes and they're just not working anymore. Like, what how, What are you What are you thinking about? Like, how do you approach that? What do you change? Where do you even suggest someone start? Just get rid of every single tire you have and start over, basically? <laughs> That's how it feels. I mean, you never look forward to them streaks, but they, they definitely happen. And, yeah. Yeah, there's been times where I've kind of just dismounted everything <laughs> like, oh, man, we, we gotta do something different yeah we, it's frust. them times are frustrating but that that's what makes a good team or a good racer if you, when you can overcome that kind of stuff yeah. it'll make you want to quit sometimes it, it does man and i and the easy thing is to quit and then the thing that most winners do is they just they just work hard yeah keep know? digging uh but there'll be a lot of things man you know if i get struggling real bad like i want to replace like all right, let's put some new spindles on this thing, put a new axle. Let's make sure, you know, let's wake the cart back up. There's something going wrong that we don't know about. And, well, there, there's all kinds of ways to approach that, but how you get through it is what matters. Right. No, and I, if you're in it long enough, obviously you're going to go through it, you know, because <clears throat> generally you get into racing, you're just happy to be there. And then, yeah. then you work hard, you spend some money, you start running good, and then all of a sudden the same things that are running good just aren't anymore. It's it's going to happen. It happens to everybody, yeah. you, even the best. If you pay attention, them guys go through some, yeah. some it, dry spells. It is, and I mean, even being with Hammer for those, you know, for a couple of years and... You know, just talking about when he traveled back to the Moon Man back in the day, and you know they would, and it takes a lot of effort. I mean, you know just how much effort it takes to be able to, you know, have a top notch like regional team. And you race two years, and you do that enough, it's like you just get burnt out. You have to take a break. Yeah, <clears throat> I know. Sometimes you got to press the reset button. <clears throat> that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes it's hard, you know, because you want to get into it, but a lot of times you, you actually quit all the bad habits you're doing. You know, you get yeah. into the mindset, all right, I'm only, I'm always going to roll 75 cc's and I'm always going to do this. And then all of a sudden it's like, man, but then like, it gets you questioning everything. Like, man, is my, is this go-kart? Is it the cart stop running? Do I need a new cart? Do I need mm. this? Do I need that? And uh, when I was doing tires, it was always a driver. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just messed with me. Well, um, every driver I ever helps perfect. They don't make any mistakes. So mm-hmm. I can't blame them on them. No, definitely, definitely <laughs> not. Definitely not. What, uh, you know, kind of, kind of on the driver front, I, something that I've noticed from afar, and even when I was helping, um, especially Alex, like when he was working out and stuff, I, it seems to me that um, 
you know, even uh, maybe it's just because we see about it in NASCAR too. Like a lot of guys are making a little more of an effort to be in shape. And to me, it seems like even the guy, local guys, like if you're not working out a little bit before the first race, you're going to be, you know, head on the motor halfway yeah. through. Did Did you I, work out at all? Do you suggest? Uh, I would suggest working out now. Yeah, yeah. I, I never did. <laughs> um, my working out was just racing. You know, a lot of them guys, <clears throat> Tony Stewart said it. He said I work out by racing. But it got to the point where I wasn't racing a whole lot. And, yeah, I could definitely feel it. Like, the last year or two I raced, it, I could definitely feel it, man. And uh, a lot of these younger kids, they're in such better. Like, Cole, I know he works out all the time. And, you know, he can run five or six classes and kind of not get tired. And, you know, Steven Adams is another one. He's in the gym all the time. <clears throat> if if you're out there and you're thinking about getting tired, that's not a good thing. I, I, I know because I, I felt it myself there towards the end and, that's just as time on the stopwatch going right downhill. And I think these these carts are making a lot more grip than they ever have, too. I think that's got a lot to do with it. Right. Newer stuff like Like the, the work, getting tired and having to work out. And yeah, stuff. I yeah. Just, I just think the carts are making a lot more grip than they ever have. Yeah, and I, you know, something I, have you <clears throat> ridden the new Deuce? No. No? Okay. I, I was just kind of curious, um... I was just kind of curious if you read that. I know they seem to be doing pretty well. Yeah, they seem to be doing pretty good. We're still messing with the recon stuff. Uh, we've talked about getting one, but I don't know. I, I think we're going to stay on the recon and see how that goes here at the beginning of the year. It's something right. we're familiar with. I'm not trying. We got one that's really good, that's been running real good. And I've kicked myself in the ass a lot over the years getting rid of a cart that was running really well. Just because it was old. Just because <laughs> they come out with something new. There's been a couple of them. And I don't know. Maybe we might regret it come summertime, but right, we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> eh, keep on running until it doesn't run anymore, man. It's like when you get on a little streak, just keep on racing. I've had a few can. of them, and it's just you know, like I said, it's just not made sense to get off of them when we did. So I'm gonna ride it out. Yeah, and I can't blame you, man. And I, <clears throat> I don't really know that. You know, they have to sell go karts to make money and stay in business. Right? Yeah. Not not to say that's the only reason they do come out with new stuff, but if you're within a generation of what's out, you're not going to be that far off. You know, especially yeah. at a high high level, maybe. But pretty much anyone that's going to gain anything from this, like the local level or regional level, you can win on anything that's not meant. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a co- within a couple years old and stuff like that. Um, but even now, I think it's a longer window than it used to be. I, I agree. I am. Um, I just think, that, like you said, the. Climate. I mean, you can go back to like probably the Triton or even the Seraph still probably could get the job done in the right circumstances. Yeah. I mean, if you maintain all the components, like you maybe said. not something that's been ran for ten years in a row, but you right. know what I mean. Right. If you had that exact design new, you could probably still get the job done. Yeah, and it seems like, I mean, like you alluded to the axle, the spindles. I mean, those are important components anymore because the chassis oh, yeah. are so well made. I mean, I'm looking at. Uh, look, I'm not impartial to anything. We've won on everything. Um, but, I mean, my brother has a brand-new Millennium Mission here. And uh, Fano, I mean, like, everybody. I mean, I saw the Kinetic Racing Chats the other day. I mean, they're all, like, yeah, his le- stuff looks really legit-looking nice. yeah. stuff. Yeah, and, um, I mean, they all obviously put thought into it. They, um, I mean, there's a lot of thought. They're all a lot, you know, a little bit different here and there, and they're all winning. And, you know, most of the chat, most of the companies in go-karting are going to survive because of the people behind it. You know, I mean, I, I don't know you know, the Millennium guys personally, but, you know, I mean, I've always heard good things about them and JT, um, stuff like that, but, you know, always Harold's always kind of giving back to the community and sponsoring big, I mean, the biggest race, I guess, of the year almost, you know, I mean, he's doing a lot of things like that, and I think that's why they're successful, you know, along with, you know, obviously good marketing plan and stuff like that, I mean, they build 
one hundred percent. It's like a big now, circle. So. Like Millennium, they kind of had everybody there a couple of years ago. They were winning everything, and now they kind of lost some of their guys, and they jump around and. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of crazy to me how much jumping around people do on that on the. It is touring series there. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, you know, Premiere over the past, they're probably the the newest kid to the the, the big kid party. You know yeah, what I mean? like they've really they've come on, and obviously they have a lot of knowledge and. I'm, I'm assuming money behind it. <laughs> you know, that's a pretty good assumption, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't exactly know how that's all set up, but um, I would like to have Austin Banker, my man, if you can hear me. I uh, definitely like to have you on here. Um, I remember that kid ever since he was. I remember him and the two little Jackson boys at Southern Pit, man. The first one of the first races I ever went to, and um, it was those three little kids and just about every little girl under the age of twelve <laughs> following them around. It was it was hilarious. Yeah. I can't say that I know Austin too well, but he uh, he always goes out of his way to speak to me, and I, just from the outside looking in, I don't. There, there's nobody in karting that works any harder than he does. That's for sure. I don't. I don't know how he keeps up with it all, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm sure, man. And uh, there was one year for Thanksgiving Thunder, Brandon, um, Brandon White, who I, who I helped, Alex's younger brother. He got hurt in a race, I believe, racing at Margaretsville, and I think that. Brandon, oh. like hurt his side or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it was something going on there, and um, so uh, um, Austin Banker actually drove drove our go kart that weekend for us, mm-hmm. uh, and did a really good job. First time I've really worked with anyone like on, a, you know, in my opinion, he's one of the better drivers. You know, yeah, he kind of flew under the radar there for a while too. Well, and I think he was you know bouncing around like trying to like find a good spot and a good home, which I'm sure you know down there a lot. Of he won do. that uh that Wayne Pool race that one year, kind of like nobody really seen that coming. I yeah. think that year he was driving for Holder. Yeah, Holder had something to do with yeah. it. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Brian Holder, he's another legend, man. I really, yeah, I always like that guy. Yeah, um, that, that was cool. That was pretty big at the time to see them guys win that. Yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, and I something that always sticks out to me is when um with Alex, when Alex White won the Max Daddy, the Northeast Max Daddy, and um, and I Austin like he drove his go kart over there and like gave us a high five. He was like the first person. Oh, they there. were up there that day. Yeah, so they were out there, and uh, we were out there. I actually have a picture of um. Like, me, Alex, and Stevie Minson, because I, like, ran out there. Yeah. And I was, like, you know, it was, I don't know, I felt like a little kid. Yeah, I was up there that day just hanging out. I went up yeah, there with Chris Delgis, and I was, I kind of turned into a fan on the fence a little bit. I was pulling <laughs> for you guys. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was a big deal, man. Um, so that was pretty cool. But, yeah, awesome. I'm glad. I liked awesome. how you guys were the first ones on the grid for the feature. Yeah, and, well, truth <laughs> be told, man, I um, I had the tires picked out the week before at Brunswick. Um, I already knew what we were running, so it. And we had a good weekend and stuff like that. But. And everything went well enough that day that you still believed that that was a set that of was, tires. Yeah, that was a set. So uh, that'll never happen It's again. nice when it works out like that. Yeah, I mean, once in every 15 years is not bad. I normally have that same plan most weeks, but, like, after qualifying, we're fucking headed down another path. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's how we usually do that. It's like, you know, I start off with six potential sets and, like, just kind of try to narrow them down so I'm not looking at a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But, um... But anyway, well, that was a big deal, and I I enjoyed that race. I definitely remember it. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, so I need to take a break, man. We'll be back. <laughs> All right, we're back. Another bathroom break. Uh, another Delmar pizza break. <laughs> All kinds of breaks going on. So uh, we left off with we were talking about Awesome Banker, but we we're. More alluding to the people we're glad to see kind of do well in the sport and things like that that we maybe know on a little little more personal level or so. But um, Yeah, we were talking about what, the Max Daddy. Yeah, yeah, the Max Daddy. They um, Actually, coming up pretty soon is the, I guess, the Max Daddy down in Florida. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Like, man, they must, 
They're ready to dig in first and foremost. There's a couple Delaware people going too. That's a that's a ride, man. Really? Who's going? Well, actually, um, uh, our little racing Hayes is going, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen uh, Jesse Rogers is going. Junior three kid that runs pretty good. Yeah, that's good, man. I um, hopefully they do well. I think that Florida dirt's a little different. Some of the races I've seen down there. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. It's it's been a while since I've been down that way. Um, <clears throat> Jasper is my favorite track. I know I, we talked about it before. I know you've never been there. It's um, I try to talk my wife into let me name my kids Jasper. <laughs> she just wouldn't let me. But uh, it's it was one of the first places I went with Hammer and uh, and Hubbard <clears throat> back in the day for the nationals. And um, it's just a, it's almost like a campground, man. It's, yeah. it's crazy. I, I really enjoyed it. But yeah, it's it's good to see kids, um, especially kids, but anyone going down south to some of the bigger races earlier in the year, which I always felt gives them a better chance because you get too far into the season you let these guys start racing too much you're a little more behind yeah um well a lot of them florida people i don't think they they don't stop racing do they no i mean i i I keep up a little bit with uh tj newton and blaze martin and those guys down there and um i know them from back in the day a little bit and you know blaze martin still still in it i'm pretty sure man i've seen his motors like a few years ago but yeah and i i don't know if he got out for a little bit like everyone else i think he yeah. didn't get out of it and get back in or whatever but uh yeah ola uh, i remember tj newton uncle cletus tj newton <laughs> to call him that during the nationals but uh he's really good man but especially with the, the um yeah i think we ran blaze martin's motors there for a little while with radical yeah yeah they had a nice shot man we went there they had a, for a year really or two nice anyway or i had i had something i don't remember if it was strictly their motors but i, I had one or two of them at the time right but uh yeah and man. that world 100 that's a race oh i've never been to it but i I I got a liking for it for some reason. I always pay attention to it, and it it seems like one of the bigger races. I think this past year they had like seventy six carts enter for it. Yeah. It's probably the biggest race of the year anywhere. It's it's pretty big, man. We've been twice. Um, when we went down there, we actually Brandon was racing. He was still in the restricted stuff, but just it was even better almost to be there just to watch it. You know, yeah. like some of those guys are just legit, man. Uh, Jason Kimball back in. Cody Mallory, oh, yeah. And this uh, Jamie, I think Jamie Knopf was always down there. Yeah. Tony uh, Gaylord won it like six yeah, times. Yeah, Tony Gaylord, man, another. Uh, I think someone else does really, really. I well. think he ran pretty good on it this year. Yeah, this man. is like one of them tracks that just for whatever reason he's got it figured out. You know, he's always right there. Yeah, and that's a big race, man. I mean, this guy's down there, like you said, they race, and it's um, you know, I think it's one of the biggest races. It kind of, I guess, being in Florida may not get all the recognition it deserves but it's definitely a, a huge deal i know i always pay attention to it yeah definitely definitely i remember back in the day like you know the the shirts are like uh when, when i used to go there i don't know if it was the shirts or if it was the um they had like a board out there <laughs> you can go to the concession stand they have like all the past winners yeah like, i mean it's like go-kart gods galore yeah you know I mean? between moon and, and i always, I always like that on t-shirts man with the past event winners you just don't see that very often in karting but like you get to like the stock car side of things all the late model shirts got all the past winners yeah no i i, I agree man i'm not I, sure why you haven't adopted that in the karting but <laughs> so what um if like say in an ideal world you had a big backing what um like what are some of the like? What are some of your favorite series that you've ever really run? I mean, it could be past or present. Actually, it doesn't have to be right now. But I mean, any. Well, I don't think nothing's ever replaced like the old WK Nationals back in the day. Nothing's ever filled that void. I guess the Tri-State deal was pretty close there for a while, but. Yeah, it's 
that like that was the series. Yeah, like, there's never been that, nothing like it since then. Yeah, and we were racing for uh, plastic trophies. <laughs> you know, they'll throw twenty grand out there. You can't get anyone to show up, and um, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of weird. It's hard to even explain like how that all happened in the old, you know, Daytona when um, you had two hundred entries in a class or something. <sighs> yeah, you know? um, there's just nothing else. There's never been anything like it. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. To me, a lot of the series they don't feel as special as they used to. I mean, these days you can go run for two grand at three different places any weekend. Right. It's kind of took some of the. There's a lot, not a lot of special feeling events anymore. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, you got Thunder, and yeah, the yeah. World One Hundred, and the Big O, and I even like Williamson because it's once a year. But right, that's about it. Everything else is kind of something you can do just about every weekend. Yeah. No, I agree. And uh, even when you're, even at those tracks and stuff, it seems like. They're in such a hurry, they kind of drag their feet for the first half of the day, and they cut laps, and by the time you win, rather be, you know, whether you're a kid or an adult, you get out there and win, it's almost like a rush-rush thing, like, I'd rather be, you know, like, an, a little interview, like, kind of make it special, yeah. and so, so kind of watered down, and I, like I said, I don't have the answer for any of that stuff. But, yeah, I me mean, neither, I definitely but, don't. Uh, I, I definitely think that some of the series, like, I... You know, from what I've seen, the GOAT series, I think with, like, Triple T and some other places, and The Series, like you oh, said. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're I, all good I series. I think they're definitely, in my opinion, moving in the right direction. Um, There's just so many of them that, I don't know. It's almost like you want, a co- not that I want, let me, let me rephrase that. You almost would like to see a couple series fail, so it builds <laughs> up. A legit couple, like yeah. one or two series, you know, and I, I don't want anyone to fail, but just there's almost just too much, you know. Yeah, um, yeah you can race for so much money every weekend now that a lot of it. But don't get me wrong, to me, it would be really special to win anything. Right, right. <laughs> but it just don't have that uh, the feeling to it, like the old WK Nationals did. And I don't think nothing's ever matched that really. No, and I and I oftentimes I kind of wonder, like, is that. Is it because there never really will be anything to match it, or is it just because that's how when we were younger we remembered it like that? You know what I mean? Like, I, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think that definitely there never will be. There's never going to be another Daytona when they stop prepping and stuff like that. But like sometimes they're like, are we just getting old? Yeah, <laughs> that's probably part of it. I mean, yeah. a lot of stuff you look back on and you think it was just more important, I guess, because you were involved in it at the time. But yeah, sometimes I wonder, man. Um, but I, I don't see how anything. Not anytime soon is going to match anything like that. You're just not even going to get that many people to the same racetrack at the same time these days. Yeah, it's, it's definitely hard, man, especially with, I mean, gas prices used to be 99 cents a gallon. <laughs> now they're, you know, it's just, it's a little crazier. And the entry fees were, were $30, and now they're $105. <laughs> it, that's the part that kind of trips me You can me pre-enter up. for 95 though. Yeah, right, true, true. <laughs> I mean, I sometimes I wondered like, uh, like what do these people do? Like when I see, I mean, obviously we had a toter and stuff, but like when I look around, um, I'm just like, man, like what do these guys do that they can they can afford this, you know? And, uh, and obviously they work hard for it, but yeah, it's, um, it's it's just crazy how you know, some of the stock car guys you see don't spend that much on tires, no. you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of the top teams they could they could be racing a, a, a local dirt track program rather easily. Yeah, for what they're spending in Garden. Definitely, and I, you know the other thing is talking about dirt track. I mean, I I really like the late model series and stuff too, kind of like yourself. But I always felt like if you just look at racing itself, like there's no better racing than go kart racing. You know what I mean? No, like, as I far agree. as how close the drafting. I mean, always is like the truck race that they turn up every race. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just is a really good race and. I always felt like if there was some way to get that out there, um, 
you know, maybe that's just wishful thinking or whatever. Yeah. But no, I, I've always thought that too. Like I would much, I'd rather watch a good go kart race with you know with really good people in it than any other form of racing, to be honest with you. But it's hard. I can't really explain that to my stock car buddies. They're not. You know, I'll show yeah. them a video. They're they're not feeling it like I'm feeling it. I think. Yeah, I mean that's that's all. Post like I know once a year I'll come across the uh, I think Matt Bowling one down at Thanksgiving Thunder, and it was I mean it's just one of the better races I've ever seen. I think it was like yeah. him and Stephanie. Yeah, Pitts. yeah, Todd Miller. Todd Miller, yeah. yeah, the Miller man, and man, it was just like yeah, that's probably like the most popular go kart race on YouTube. Yeah, I, think it's got like a, I mean I've never I just. And there's races like that every weekend across the oh, country, yeah. you know what I mean? Just kind of, it always tripped me out that, and nothing against sprint cars, it's like, I, I generally see sprint cars as like a straightaway win, or it's yeah. just like, no, you're right. it's just not racing. Yeah. I mean, it is racing, but not like... The thing close. with sprint cars, like lap traffic makes the race. Yeah, yeah no, you agree, <laughs> man. It's more of a, like a driver type thing. Yeah. But yeah, go-kart racing, there's nothing, as far as like the lap time, nothing's even close. I mean, even the, you look at the dirt late model stuff. Scott Bluquist will go out there and put a half second on somebody. He he would be the fast qualifier and be a half second faster than anybody else. Right. And, <laughs> and go karts, you're you're about thirtieth if you're not careful. If you're a half second off, you yeah. know. I I can't tell you how many times if I talk to someone that is kind of into racing but doesn't know about go kart racing and um like yeah we qualified you know fifteenth and we were. A half tenth off, and they're like, "Oh, you mean a half second? I'm like, "No, I mean a half tenth. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just it's hard to comprehend, man. You sit down with your phone and like try to stop it on a half a tenth and stuff. Yeah. You, know? you just think about. I always kind of looked at it, which always amazed me go kart racing. Is you could have someone from Florida, Ohio, North, everyone come there from all these different places to one track and run within a half a tenth. Of it's that. crazy. I mean, it's just amazing on a percentage scale and how on the lap times and stuff. It's just. It's just fucking crazy, man. It'll blow your mind. It is, dude. And it's a, and I think that's what when you can start to understand that, I think you can start to understand how hard it is for um, a lot of go kart races. Like it's it's almost harder to be a half second off than it is to be (laughs) within one tenth. You know what I mean? No, no, I I definitely agree with you on that. Uh, Say if you were kind of another kind of question that I'll ask many people. Um, If you had two brand new sets and you were going to Say a big time national race this time of year. It's like for a money race or something. You know you're gonna this be time of year. qualifying during the day, racing at night. Like roughly, what kind of tire do you think you'd be taking? You can only take two sets. They're both brand new. <clears throat> two sets, brand. New. You can't even scuff them or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can scuff them. <laughs> yeah. And there's no right or wrong answer. It, it kind of depends on the track. I mean, a lot of times this time of year, I think a re-roll is probably better than something brand new, especially if you got to wipe up quite a bit. But yeah, no, I, I agree, man. I I don't know. I. For the you know the clone adult stuff, you're probably gonna be in the ninety hundred cc range most of the time this time of the year, and something. I, I I'm a big fan of scuffing tires. I don't like. I've never had much luck on brand new stuff. I know you were really well with that, but right. It uh, never worked out too well for me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe something I'm doing wrong or. You for the clones? Are you cutting tires? Or yeah, yeah, we do. Tires? I cut quite a bit. Right. At this time of the year, you know, you might be on something a little bit thicker. It just depends on where you're going, but right. Uh, right. I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and like I said, there's no really right answer, and I, anyone that comes on here, I'm going to ask them the same question. Yeah. And, you know, it's and it's more, it's not, it's not that you're going to give a good answer, a bad answer, but I want everyone to see after, you know, after talking to 10 different people, you're going to have, like we've talked about earlier, you're going to have nine different answers. Yeah. And everyone's going to be right and wrong, you know, because... What you go there with and how you treat them and how much you run them, it, it changes. Well, most places this time of the year, I mean, you're definitely going to be wiped up quite a bit compared to 
you know, what you would be in the summertime. It just it all depends on where you're going. I mean, you get a Del Mar, Hidlob will be the best it is all year. Yeah, especially <laughs> if you get some uh, if you get some cool weather and some rain. You'll have a be on something that you you know you had left over from last winter. Um, I mean you you raced for quite a while, and uh, from seeing that from from the fence, I would uh, like to <laughs> ask you a question as far as when you're a driver and um, you're having issues with other drivers on the track. Okay, <laughs> uh, it could be. And this happens almost every track where you get a couple good guys that are always up front, they're always battling it out, and, and that's a good thing. But at the same time, one person will take one person out, the next week they get the next person back. How, like, how do you approach stuff like that? Like, do you, I mean, from my point of view, it always seemed like you, you've been really good about you know, letting people do what they want to do, but once they cross you, like... You know, like, you draw the line there. <laughs> I mean, you've never been the aggressive. I've never really seen you, like, start stuff. But, like, yeah. how do you kind of... What's the best way I've to put it into it? I've finish it quite a bit. Well, that's... And that's <laughs> what I'm kind of getting at. If someone takes you out, like, is it... Do you let stuff slide the first couple times? You get them Man, out? it's all situational. It depends on who it is and how often. If it keeps happening. So, I mean, sometimes you got to take somebody to the fence, you know? <laughs> but I don't know. I'd rather not have to do that. It's... Yeah. I'm not really sure... How you want me to answer this? But yeah, I, I mean, just I was just kind of curious because I know it's um, it, you know, even with Alex and and Brandon, even like there were issues like we had like in the Virginia or just wherever in any series, yeah. I mean, not not with anyone in particular, but you have the same the same issue with the same person repetitively, yeah. and it's like well, if you let somebody take advantage of you, they're gonna keep doing it and they're gonna do it and do it and do it until until you do something back most of the time. And how like have you had any kids that you've ever helped like when you were working with them when you were a little bit younger that. Have you had to like be like, hey man, don't just don't worry about it, or next time he does that, you better take him out, or you better not bring that thing in. Honestly, right? most of the kids I help, they they kind of get a little fired up, and they kind of handle their own. Don't take care of it. I most of the time, you had to calm them down a little bit. I got you. But that's you know that's that just happened to be a situation. I mean, sometimes I could see you know getting involved with a kid that you got to push the other other direction to. Right. Yeah, no, definitely, man. I think, and I've dealt with both, you know what I mean, just over the years and stuff. Yeah. I just was kind of curious, because it's kind of, it's it's a tricky situation, man, because you're dealing with kids, you're dealing with, and for the first probably seven years I did tires, it was mostly with kids. And yeah. I, and it's, it's a tricky situation, because you got... I see, it's a big problem, like when a, you know, like a kid moves up to adult class, you'll see some of the more seasoned drivers, they'll, they'll try to take advantage of them, and, you know see what they can get away with a lot of times and if they can keep getting away with it they're going to keep taking advantage of it and you got to stand up for yourself at some point you know yeah no i'm with you man and um and just like that on like with alex and stuff as he moved up to the adults and ran it's you can just see at the beginning of the race there's certain people they're getting out of there like if he's yeah. in the top five they're like they're not going to follow him for a couple laps and let his tires warm up like they're they're just gonna, yeah. they're going to not take you out but get you out of the groove and just make sure you're not a factor, and mm-hmm. you know, and you have to earn that right, and that's that took us a while. You yeah, know I mean? oh, just, them guys will pounce on you too. Yeah, down there. And, it's uh, like, and it's and they do it in the right way. I mean, they don't they don't you know they don't try to take you out. They don't try yeah. to mess up your race, but they get you out of the way so they're not going to affect their race. Yeah, you know, and uh, at that well, they show a lot of courtesy to certain ones, and then at the same time, there's ones that's like we got this time to go. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, and that's the fun part for me is I. Like I, those guys like operating at the highest level, man. It's just like to watch them. I mean, yeah, they're really good. That's why I hope to get you know a couple people. Um, but I, I like a good local rivalry. I see. I feel like local racing's kind of missing that these days. You know, 
it gets people to the fence. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, back back in the day, I mean, uh, people came to the fence. Yeah, especially around here. I don't feel like you have that anymore. No, I just. I just can't think of no good rivalries these days, like in local racing. It's kind of because everybody's out there doing their thing, and there might be something happens every now and again that gets you fired up. But as far as week to week, it's it's not really there like it used to be. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Definitely in this area, and uh, it's always funny to me to go away every once in a while, and you'll see someone just blatantly take someone out. Oh you're yeah, like, you're like man, and then. Then you'll find, like, the backstory on it. Like, oh, no, this has been going on for two months back home. Yeah. And, and so it always kind of cracks me up because I guess you think, oh, I'm in Delaware. If I leave, there's none of that here. <laughs> no, it's everywhere. No, you know, every the, weekend. The thing is, is at the highest level, it happens the same way. Like, you yeah. get the top teams that, like, if one gets into them the wrong way, I mean, it's not going to stop. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's a lot of egos. And them guys the don't track. forget nothing either. I mean, they're, no. they're smart. Like, it all will be six months later, and it's like, ah, yeah. remember that? Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, uh, I kind of. Well, I like that kind of stuff. Really, I mean, that's, so that's part of it. And it it is, man. It it adds some excitement to it. As long as you're not out the one out there instigating it all the time, I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with it. No, and you know the thing is, if you're out there and you're competitive, you're gonna have issues. You know? Yeah, not, you don't, you have to handle it the right. Yeah, you way. better have some. Yeah, if, if not, not, you're probably not doing something aggressive enough. Cause yeah. Or else you're like the guys that run in the back, you know, taking each other out. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, that's another day. I don't mind arguing for 15th a little bit. No, no, no. So, uh, I'm in a couple of big races around here anyway, as far as, like, the Diamond State 50 and things like that. Like I'm, uh, I've been on the other end of getting past in the last lap here, too. Um, like, when you're, say if you're running second, and even if it's a little boring track or whatever, it doesn't have to be at a high, high level, but if you're, if you're in second and you know you have the better go-kart, you know you're going to catch them... You know, you've got five laps to go. Kind of puts you in a scenario. Like, what's going through your head? Are you, are you just trying to get to the back bumper? I mean, what's like if you know you're fast and you're gonna catch? Like, what's kind of going through your head? Just don't mess up. Just it all depends on who it is. I mean, if the cart's that good, I'm probably not too worried about it. You know, because you ought to be able to just drive by him. But you know, you could have somebody in front of you. Know, like, okay, there's five to go. This guy, you know, he's probably gonna start blocking. He's gonna get defensive. This, that, and other. Mm-hmm. Situational again, like, yeah, like just, anything else. In yeah, Carter. I got you, man. I, but uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure exactly. I mean, and, I, and from your point of I'm, view, I'm trying to set up the pass a lap or two before it actually happens. If you know, if I'm running them down like he's so, saying. So you don't want to let you don't want to let it get to the last lap if you can. You just maybe want not to for the no, not too many things can go wrong. Yeah, yeah, I see a lot of stuff go wrong in the last lap, man. Like especially if you're leading. You see all these big money races, a lot of people's throwing these blocks on the last lap, and they just end up getting wiped out. I'm not even sure if that's the correct way to do it anymore. A lot of times, it looks like to me, if you would just run your line, your chance would be a lot better getting out of there. No, I, I can't disagree with that. No, that's, it's something that's always kind of puzzled not me. Not that I've never threw some blocks on the no, last no. lap, but it's like an open invitation. You're definitely not entering the corner at the, the most amount of speed you can at that point. No. I just, I've seen a lot of these races, even like Thanksgiving Thunder this year, that Weaver boy, I think, was leading on the last lap, and he went looking behind his shoulder and blocking, and whereas if he would have just sailed the fucking thing off in turn three, I don't think they would have got to his back bumper. You know what I mean? I definitely agree, man. I just <laughs> That's something that's always kind of 
I just was curious as what people always thought, you know. Yeah. Because, like, you, everyone kind of handles it different. Like you said, it's really probably situational, like, yeah. for the most part. I just, it was always one of those things, because I was never in that position, you know, yeah. for a big race. But, I mean, these guys, like, 50 grand to win last, like, I never did going? much blocking unless, I mean, if I seen a nose cone and it was the last lap, then I might throw the block, but. Right. I've never understood throwing a block when they're not even up underneath of you yet. Most of the time, it's a bad idea. So earlier we touched on um, maybe like a favorite series of the past or so, like the National Dirt Series and everything. What What's the favorite track you've ever been to? It, not that you had to race there, but it I mean either you raced there or you've been to. What's your favorite track? Man, that's... I don't really look at stuff like that. I, some of the ones that I enjoy going to, I mean... I, yeah, you can be more than one. It doesn't yeah, to I'm always enjoying... Uh, Carnesville. I haven't been there much, but I always have a good time there, and maybe just because it's such a big race and it's exciting. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I've always liked Delmar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I like Williamston. That's a once-a-year deal. It's a lot of fun. It's different indoors. You know, you got to <clears throat> do some different stuff than you typically do throughout the season on tires and even the card if you want. And I don't know. I've never really had a track that I could say is my favorite if I'm at a race, you know, I probably like yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of want a random question. I wasn't even thinking about talking about this, but um, something that's I'm interested in that I've never really that I've never actually participated in. I really know little about, but I know uh, I know your buddy Stevie Minson um, on Facebook gets into the I racing a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know you have a little bit of background. Yeah. What's the uh, the cliff notes on that, man? I'm kinda, it, it looks really interesting. Like, I always in my mind, I'm like, dude, if they had this for go-kart racing, it would be on. But uh, uh, it's bad it seems ass. pretty, I mean, it seems pretty legit. Like, they have, you know, just like anything else, man. It yeah, I mean, it's legit. a full-blown simulation. It's not like you're you're not playing an Xbox or a PlayStation 2 or an arcade game. It's, you know, you got to have a nice steering wheel, a nice set of pedals. you got to have a nice computer that's got a good graphics card. And yeah. it's Honestly, it's a vow to... $1,200 investment to really get into it and I've been in and out of it I think right now my I think I've let my account expire but uh right but I'm set up yeah I, I could I play it quite a bit I kind of go through phases right like I didn't mention he loves that shit he's on there like every yeah I, like every once I've, there's been times on it and I've all you know I have an 8 year old that watches wants to watch YouTube and I don't let him as far as watching video games but like I've actually watched the like race a couple yeah. races and uh He's really good. It too. looks pretty legit, man. Yeah. I see. I, I mean, if I recall, like Austin Yarbrough's on there. Yeah, I mean, like some pretty legit people. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of. There, there must be something to this. Yeah, no, that's a lot of fun. Like I said, it's a simulation. It's 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 real as it gets. So, I guess. I see, that's about the future. Aside from like the, you know, seat of the pants feel, I don't. I guess you don't get. Yeah. But everything else, you kind of get all the sensations and the. Yeah. You know, you feel everything through the steering wheel and force feedback and. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I've seen uh, a couple of buddies I have have, pre- probably not to that level, but they've got like the whole seat set up. And yeah, stuff, and, uh, it looks yeah, I don't got nothing special. I mean, right. I just got a computer chair with a wheel hooked to a computer desk, and you know, a lot of people they got them cockpits and all kinds of shit made up. Yeah. It's one of them. You could really spend a lot of money on it if you wanted to. I'm sure. I have a feeling that's gonna be like the future of go karts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everyone's just gonna be on there. What? Well, uh, it's getting so they're paying a lot of good money on there and what? stuff. It's kind of taking off. That's what I saw. I mean, for the money, I mean, like you said, twelve hundred bucks, you can go race anywhere. I mean, yeah. As opposed to twelve hundred for a couple of sets. But of at the same time, it's like man, twelve hundred dollars. Get on that race. 
But that's about what it would cost if you wanted to do it right. And assuming you don't have anything to start with. Right, right. No, definitely, man, definitely. So, another break here for a second, man. All right, we're back for segment four of the RHR1 edition. That's uh, right. Yeah, so on a little break, we are kind of trying to come up with something to talk about to close <laughs> out this whole thing. <clears throat> I'd like to get another couple minutes in here anyway. What, uh, anything you want to touch base on? I'm sitting around here talking, thinking. Anything for the new season? Anything you're looking forward to? Oh, I'm looking forward to... I'm really excited about this year. Uh, I think we got a good chance to really excel pretty well down in the Virginia area this year. And should be fun. So I'm, I'm excited. You know, working with Coles, uh, I think he's a really good driver that's kind of underrated a little bit. You know, he might not be out there in a the big spotlight, but I, I think he could definitely get the job done. And, yeah, no, I, to it. yeah, I know the uh, I know Cole, you know Niebuhr and his family and stuff too. And I remember even when he was really young and and just racing local at Del or at Dover, <clears throat> and then running like the Junior Outlaws and stuff. And mm-hmm. That that track will fit pretty much in everybody's shop. But um, going that fast, I always felt, and he he always ran as many classes as possible. So I mean, as far yeah. as laps made, um, he definitely has a lot of experience. And I think that's a lot of people kind of miss out on that. You know, they want yeah. to they want to go to different tracks, and they never really let their kids or or if you're an adult, you know, themselves really make a lot of laps locally yeah. before they try to venture out. Yeah, he's got a ton of experience for his age. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, I mean, they not too many weeks they don't race somewhere and something, you know. And it, right. Well, uh, it made the transition easy for me because he's kind of he's got a lot of experience at a lot of different tracks. And, right, and I'm sure it helps out, you know, with him too, being able to learn from you know both yourself who race. Um, I know he travels, tra- traveled and travels a little bit with um, you know Shane Bass. And yeah, those yeah. Guys. And um, and Shane really you know groomed him into the driver he is. I don't really have to deal with that side of it, so it's a lot easier, you know. Yeah, no, definitely not. And Shane's you know. Another guy is like really super nice guy, man. Been around forever. Yeah, good family. Um, even though I always thought they were brothers, um, <laughs> Ty Bass, <laughs> which is not related to him, but um, he actually. Hey, got, I never knew. Yeah, I didn't know that either. A couple years ago. Neither did I. We went out to Missouri for that fifty thousand to win burst race, and I'm, um, and that's when Alex was racing and Ty ran all right, the right, semi pro stuff. And uh, and by the way, we sucked that. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry to wait your whole weekend. <laughs> it was burst, but I mean I, that's my explanation. But. Uh, I never knew until then, man. I just, I mean, how many times do you come across a bass and a bass, yeah. you know, in from Virginia or whatever? I never North knew it either. Area. Ty's pretty cool. I've talked to him quite a bit. Yeah, man. They're both um, really good guys. Um, you know, help you out any way you possibly could. Absolutely. You know? so, um, but, yeah, it's it's good that, um, you know, even like with, with Shane and stuff, to give someone that's a little more local to our area, I mean, because he's a little ways away, Yeah. you know, an opportunity to, to get off the eastern shore a little bit and race. Um, so that's been good for, you know, hopefully it worked out for him too, but it's been good for uh, for Cole and yourself, and it's, it's benefited a lot of people. So yeah, yeah. That's good he's got to do that. Um, and what classes are you running this year? Are you running? Probably it's the clone stuff, and then, you know, the money races. Uh, we'll run the animal too. Right. But it all depends. Probably most weekends we'll probably have the clone and the animal cart down there. Gotcha. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, like the VDK, I'm not... I don't think they pay a ton of money in anything, so I don't know. We might just run clone or something there, but for the series that's paying both, we'll definitely take both carts. Gotcha. And what, 
for the, I mean, most of your races are within three, four hours or so. Yeah. Do you guys, just out of curiosity, do you leave the night before? Do you go down that morning, come back? How does uh, that generally work for you guys? Well, I think this year we're going to try to leave in the morning most of the time. Right. It just depends, you know, where it's at, but it's, it's pretty doable, as, you know, in most races. Right, right. Especially like Capital and Hunterstown, you can pull that off rather easily. Gotcha. You don't got to be at the track. Everybody thinks you got to be at the track at 7 in the morning. That's like, you can be there that early, but you ain't going to do it. but sit around for five hours. <laughs> <laughs> Typically. <laughs> and when you, so I, what is your role actually at the track? Like when you're traveling with these guys, like what, what do you maintain? What, what do other people maintain? What? Um, I just kind of mess up the tires. <laughs> right. I can get in there and uh, I do whatever, but, you know, like I've always like would, the people I help, like Rip, Rip and uh, Chris Niebert, they kind of take care of the go-karts. You don't got to do a whole lot. So, Fortunately, that's how I was. Yeah, and it's good to have like the people like that. You know, you know, they they know what they're doing. They know what they're working on. You don't you don't got to go behind them. They, it's a lot easier that way. No, absolutely, and that's I think that's a large part people miss out on is they'll know who the tire guy is. They know who the driver is. They might know the motor builder, but they don't see the guys washing tires, yeah. and pushing the go-karts, and you know, checking the bolts and clutches and changing. I mean, it's it's a total team effort, man. And I can only imagine, I mean, well, and we've been there before. We've run eight classes in one day before. And <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, it takes an army of people, man. Yeah. And, uh, and a lot of times those guys do get, you know, get forgotten kind of behind the scenes. Yeah, you need a couple good guys, man. It is it's so tough to just do it, you know, with just, say just two people or something. It's a, it's a lot to keep up with. Yeah, absolutely, man. And then, uh, I mean, can you imagine having to do all you do, then take off, push the cart to the grid, and start it, and bring it back, and wash the tires? And, geez. I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me neither. No, man, I, finally, I felt like I was, like, the king of the track when I didn't have to push the go-karts anymore, you know what I mean? But, um, but at the same time. I don't miss that. When I uh, when I started going, the only thing I did for the first year was wash tires and size them. You know what I mean. So it, but that's a good way to learn too. A lot of people. Oh, I'm not afraid to wash a tire. No, absolutely. Sometimes you gotta show people how to do it correctly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> especially the especially moms that don't want to wash the wheels. You know, oh, the inside of the, the wheel. wheels. Fucking clean the wheel. <laughs> Give me a dirty tire as long as I got a clean wheel. <laughs> I can't stand that. Yeah, I de- I definitely agree with that. Man. And. Uh, I think that's like another interesting point that I that I'd like to touch on. I mean, it helped me kind of like get into the tire game a little bit. Is you know, if if you're racing and you really want to go away with some of these teams, that you know, if there's an opportunity to go away for free and help and wash tire and just to get to travel, oh yeah, take it. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, I'm not going if I'm not getting paid. Well, you are getting paid if that's what you want to do. Yeah, you know? I did that. I've done that quite a few times. But back in I think 2009 or so, and uh. When Bradford had kind of started his, you know, having some different drivers, uh, Stephen Adams and Cass was driving for him, and I went to, I don't know, probably eight or ten races with Bradford that year just to, to go and help and watch and learn and try to take in as much as I could anyway. Yeah, no, absolutely, man, and uh, and those are good guys to watch tires for too. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, uh, definitely. I, and uh, not to put him on the spot, but I definitely I've talked to Stephen Adams about getting on here, and um, he's actually going to be doing doing his own little thing this year. Um, so he's sponsoring, I think, the Goat Series for Stephen Adams Racing. So um, you know, little donkey's getting on it, and uh, yeah, and uh, he's you know, good, man. He's he, one of the very best in the country. He is, man. And uh, there's not a lot of people that ride their stuff and do it. And that guy, and he's done it for a lot of different people. You know, he's yeah. he's run good back in the day. I mean, he's run good with Holder. He's run good with Bradford. And I mean, he 
you don't see that. I mean, that's what kind of defines the better guys in the sport that can help other people, I mm-hmm. think, and, and really win on this chassis, that chassis, this motor builder. And he's a hell like of a driver, too. I think a lot of times in go-kart racing, for whatever reason, the driver kind of gets overlooked. But mm-hmm. you got to be on the wheel of these things, man. I, absolutely. I put a. I don't know why everybody thinks like you just get the right set of tires. Anybody can do it, but that's definitely not the case. I I put a Twitter poll up the other day. I was the only person that put driver on there. You know. No, yeah. I voted for driver. Oh, did you? Yeah. It must have been a different one. Maybe it was. I, I thought six. I did. I clicked on it anyway. Maybe I didn't submit it or whatever. But okay, so we're the only two people, and I think that uh, sometimes you're right. That does get lost where. At a certain level, yeah, like your tires have to be right. That's the biggest thing. But once you get to the highest level, like mm-hmm. drivers, there's some drivers that important. can just make speed, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, it all matters. <laughs> but I don't know. I think the drivers got a lot more to do with it than they want to give credit for. No, I I agree, man. I um, and especially a driver that can stay up on the wheel for four or five classes and not get tired and not start fading and. It's a, it's a big deal, I think, anyway. No, it's definitely a dedication to that, man. I, I can't disagree with you there. Like the driver that's breaking out the sissy strap on the second race? You probably don't. You know, that's not a good sign for the rest of your night. No, that kind of, <laughs> that, that alludes back to the uh, starting to work out a little bit. Hey, yeah. Man. And um, it, it'll help anyone, man. I, It just, you know, even if your head's not laying on the side, the better, you know, you think about, we're talking about tents here, you know, and, um... Hundreds. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so it's a big deal. Uh, And and I think I've, I think most people that are in carding will tell you, I mean, it's it's not the big things. There's no secrets. It's all the little things, you know? No, absolutely. I mean, I can't tell you how many times uh, I've scaled someone out that's getting into racing. I'm like, yeah, you check your stagger. They're like, yeah. I'm like, what do you have? They're like, an inch. And it's like, no, you don't. You have three quarters of an inch. You know, and it's and it's it's hard because, especially from from your point of view, when you know how important all the little things are, yeah. if you know their stagger's off by a quarter of an inch, like, what else is off? You know mm. what I mean? And, uh, and, and it's man, hard. Quarter and stagger's a pretty big deal, in my opinion. No, I, absolutely, man. And uh, But I just... Stagger's people, one of the things, like, I, you know, right? I'll change that before I'd work on the go-kart a lot yeah. of times. Rear, know, like rear eighth stagger. Inch. Yeah. Rear stagger, big man. Team. I agree. I think... Uh, I think a lot of people get working on all the wrong stuff, too, yeah. at the track. No, I definitely think that... If you pick out just a couple things and leave everything else alone, mm-hmm. like you're just gonna be better off because you get into a spot. And I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been there. That it's you just get down this rabbit hole where you just got to start all over again because yeah. you've got one washer here, one quarter degree camera. I've left, got so many more. Weight. I like I like messing with stagger and left side weight. That's about the only things I mess with at the track. I feel like most of the places I'm racing, I used to mess with camber was a fine tuning tool, but I feel like most places I go, I'm pretty close to where that needs to be i just don't mess with it a whole lot you were probably you like to change the uh, camber didn't you uh, i mean a little bit but i i mean towards the end i i really tried to get i try to i tried to focus it where you get a free go-kart and you just adjust with tires but yeah. i do agree especially for some reason for us we never had a lot of luck running the same camber like back home in delaware yeah uh, we always had to start to flatten it out but then really use the left front for like the timing and the entry and yeah. stuff like that, but like you said, man, it, in my I always if we were tight and I felt like we were on the right set of tires, left side weight, and rear stagger. I mean, yeah. Honestly, That's when you I said know. that, it was exactly what I used yeah. to do, man. And for rear stagger, I always did either seven eighths or an inch and an eighth. Like yeah. I never, I didn't have any. I just just to make it simpler. Just to make it simpler, and um, you know, not to say it was perfect all the time, but if 
people had two sets of tires and just got their stagger right, they'd be better than having four sets when they were off. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you just, just see so many people. And I'm, I'm guilty of it, too. Yeah. Oh, we know? all are, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, everything we talk about, we've done a hundred times. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but like, like Cross, for example, I feel like, you know, it's normally set where it needs to be and... You might think you're doing something by changing it, but you really ain't doing a, you ain't doing a whole hell of a lot. No, nah, especially if your driver dives in <laughs> two feet early. You yeah. know what I mean? But, um, yeah, no, I agree. And a lot of people think, you know, when it comes to chassis setup, I, I tell everyone, I, like, religiously preach, look at the book they give you, the pamphlet, the papers. They want to sell go-karts, you know what I mean? They're telling you the truth. Just yeah, put that in there. Yeah, it's not far off. No, really. I mean, maybe a little less left or a little less rear or something like that, but... Generally, man, if you put those numbers in, you're gonna win locally. If no, you get, yeah. You know, if you get the other, yeah, you can win a lot of places with that. Mm-hmm. But everybody tries to reinvent the wheel a lot of times. Or... Yeah, and I, you know, I think sometimes too that people, you know, some people try to make it harder than it really is. You know, yeah. like they try to act like they're selling some secret. You know, <laughs> like uh, it's just it's always kind of weird to me about that stuff. But you know. There's people like that in every aspect of life, I guess. And a lot of times these days, you know, a lot of them guys, they get spending money and they're not even getting to learn anything. They're not really telling them nothing. No, yeah. that's the truth. I mean, they're, you know, a rent-a-ride, so Yeah, they'll rent tires and yeah, rent the ride. Or... And I, you know, I've said before that if, you know, if you have a kid and you have a bunch of money and you're planning on being here just until they're old enough to do something mm-hmm. different, yeah. I, I get that. But yeah, yeah, that if, definitely if you're sense. a go-karter for life like us, like... You just need to suck it up, you know. Yeah, you better start trying to figure out something on your own. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I, I think a lot of the kids that that are doing the rent a ride stuff, like you said, they're probably they got bigger plans or bigger goals. And their yeah. parents do anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how many people have we seen over the years that have come and gone? And um, you know, and honestly, I mean, Envious said, you know, I wish I had the opportunity as well. And um, but their thoughts and their plans tend to like run out of money. Yeah, because it's. It's a lot of money to run up front and go karting if you want to go that route, and it's even more when you get to the next level. Oh, absolutely! So, you, know, you got to bring a sponsor and stuff like that. Um, well, I think we're about finishing up, man. It's been uh, a little bit longer than um, I thought we were going to be able to go, which is a good yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I was, was kind of worried about it a little bit, but. Um, you know, I <clears throat> I definitely appreciate you coming on here, especially the day after your birthday. Sac- <laughs> sacrificing your night for me, and it was kind of only fitting that for the first episode I'd have the uh, the old number one on here. So, yeah, man, I appreciate it. I I like what you're doing here. I hope it takes off, and hopefully, I'm a pretty good test dummy for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I I know you had your doubts about it, and <laughs> at first you're like, I just don't know how many people you're gonna get and stuff. But uh, in my opinion, you you represent, you know a high-level local racer, you know what I mean? You're just, there's a lot more people like us racing than there are at running at a high level. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And, absolutely. And I, that's something I always kind of, was kind of weird to me, too, that everyone at the high level tries to get the next high-level guys, but not a lot of people try to get new people into the sport. So, yeah. uh, and I know for myself and probably for you, too, if I wish I had something like this to listen to. I mean, yeah. half of what we say has nothing to do with it, but... I feel like there's some things in here that if someone really sat down and listened to it, uh, they can pick up a couple things. And, and like I said, in, in my outlook and stuff, I I don't think we're here to spread some secrets, but I think just listening to you talk, listening to me talk, it'll get someone thinking in the right direction. And Yeah, I like uh, it. I like it how it's kind of more like we're just telling stories more so than yeah. telling secrets. Yeah, and, I, and there are no secrets. And everyone does it different, and, I, and I'm certainly going to try 
you know, my plans, which I don't have, have no idea what's going to happen here, but, you know, I kind of plan to ask a couple of the same questions just to give people an idea, you know, like if you have two sets of tires or, yeah. you know, just an, an idea just to give people a general scope on things and stuff like that. Cause I, I trust that anyone that's going to come on here is going to tell the truth. Yeah. And, um, and I hope to have different people from different parts, whether it be an announcer, uh, clutch builder, engine builder, you know, I want, I want to kind of get them to offer their information. I mean, they can come on here and you can promote the hell out of your own product. You know yeah. what I mean? And, uh, and that's fine with me. I'm not looking to do anything from this other than to give back a little bit. But I remember a few years ago, I don't know if you ever saw this, it was on the internet, <clears throat> where at, I think it was at Cart Fest, they had Connell, Miller, and... The I mean, tire was like, talk. Yeah, the tire talk mm-hmm. thing. I listened to that thing 30 times. Man. Yeah. I took notes. I was like, uh, it was crazy, man. And uh, I wish there was just more of that. And they had another one of them this year, but I haven't seen a video of it at uh, Phantom's Open House. It was uh, Knopf and Canel, and uh, I think Steve was on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like part two. Oh, that's cool, man. But I've never seen a video. I, like, uh, I don't know. I haven't either. I, th- I will check that out. I'd like I to see it. it. Yeah. No. I thought there was, a, there was a lot of good information in that video of... You know, they didn't really give out too much, but if if you kind of yeah. had an idea what you were doing, right. there was a lot of good information yeah, in there. Absolutely, man. And, uh, so, but yeah, I mean, there's a, you know a lot of good people, and there's quite a few people that I've talked to behind the scenes that have offered encouragement, and I think people that a little bigger that maybe I mean this is more of a you know their real time job and stuff like that that'll come on here. Yeah. And kind of offer some stuff. I, you know, I kind of told everyone I didn't want anyone to commit because I wasn't sure what kind of shit shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like but, I uh, told you, you get you get some of them bigger names on here, man. That's when your stuff's really gonna take off, I think. Yeah, and I think it'd be cool. I'm, uh, I'm definitely, you know, you guys can check me out as far as uh, the podcast, the Zero Analytics on Twitter or Facebook. Um, you know, I'm trying to just get the word out there. If you if you like what you hear, share it. If not, send me a message and tell me what you don't like. And you know, I'm. I, I've had a lot of people ask, like, what, what's this going to be? What is this? I, I don't know what it's going to be. You know? yeah. we, we've texted back and forth for, we started talking about this a couple years ago. You yeah, know? I remember, and then you kind of disappeared I, on me there. I had, a kid, I had another kid, man. For, <laughs> for any of those uh, that uh, are having kids, let me just warn you that when number two comes, it is a life changer, <laughs> man. That, it's a game changer, because uh, there's only two kids and two parents, man, and that takes a lot of time. But um, like I said, he's a little more independent. I kind of... You know, being it for so long, like anyone else, I'm sure that's listening to this. It's um, it's an it's kind of an addiction that's hard to get rid of. Absolutely, you know? and, and it's definitely a good one. Um, yeah, and something that I, you know, we had been talking about a lot of stuff, and I know my main thing was trying to help newer carters, but I've had a lot of messages from people that aren't in carding anymore, and just want to hear like the story part, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, some people that I like that I, that I've known for a while and have offered encouragement as far as um. Just having something to listen, like filling that void a little bit, you know. Yeah. I mean, um, it doesn't cost any money, you know. That's that's a lot better. It's kind of like um, kind of just shooting the shit out in the shop with uh with your buddies. I hope that's kind of what this turns into. Um, I had a really good time. Uh, I think carding need it needs something like this, man. I you know there's not much kind of like this. You know, I see some stuff on Facebook where they they'll interview who won last week and let them thank their sponsors and see you later. You know, five minutes of something quick, but. Yeah, and um, you know, this tells a better story, in my opinion. Absolutely, man. And like I said, I I've known you most of my life, most of your career, and I've I've learned a lot about you. And I hope that kind of goes into, um, you know, some other people that I've talked to that I know from a distance. That I, you know, I want to hear the stories that I don't know. Yeah. You know? I mean, I I root for mostly anyone, man. Like I don't I don't want anyone to fail. Like I, you know, I want anyone to do whatever they want to in this sport. And uh, it's been good for me. Um, you know, even outside the sport, like just the people I've met and stuff like that. So, Absolutely. 
So, um, like I said, man, I, is there anything else you want to add? Um, no, I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on here. I actually look forward to listening to the next one that don't have me on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to try to line that up. Uh, like I said, I I had a couple of people. I didn't want to get. I didn't really didn't want anyone to commit to it until after the first one. And uh, uh, like I said, man, I I certainly appreciate it. I know I kind of put you on the spot, and you were a little ha- apprehensive, but. I figured it'd be all right. I was just, you know, once we got going, I'm pretty good at telling stories. I'm not real good at explaining stuff, you know. I'm more of a doer than an explainer, but. No, absolutely, man. And, um, you know, for anyone that does know, on uh, that wants to get a hold of you or follow you on uh, Twitter or Facebook. Um, how just can leave they... me alone. <laughs> <laughs> now, they get me up on Facebook. They find me on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, uh, RH1 Inc. Yep. And um, I will also have that. I'm going to have a little, try to put like some show notes in here too, just with Richie and some of his links on Twitter and Facebook. And if you follow me, then, um, you know, he's always on there. I've kind of like tried to tag him into some stuff. So uh, again, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate my brother letting us do it here at the shop. Um, So we'll see how it goes, man. Until next time, um, we'll see you. Peace. That was good. That was good, man. I'm really happy with that. Dude. I'm really fucking happy with that, actually. It turned out way better. You can blame it on my rebel rays and blame it on the sound. You can blame it on the words I try to keep in my mouth. It takes a lot to start me up, but once that hammer drops, you don't want to be the one that tries to make me stop.